in the water, lashed to the gunwale, because it was too big to come aboard the skiff. Victory turned into despair, as one shark after another took bites out of the fish, so that only a skeleton remained by the time Santiago reached port. All the local fishermen could do was to measure what was left, eighteen feet of head, bones and tail, while the old man slept away his exhaustion in his house. We only have memories of the fish we lose, so fact easily turns to myth. I was just eight years old when I was fishing one day on Brighton's Palace Pier, down on the landing stage among the girders. I had an ancient cane rod of my father's, and I was float fishing, I remember, with a hook dangling a few yards beneath the surface, on which was impaled a large chunk of herring. I think I must have seen some mullet cruising around, and not realising that they sipped seaweed and maggots but seldom herring, thought I might catch one like this. I didn't see the float go under because I wasn't looking. I just have this vivid recollection of a truly violent pull on the rod, the like of which I had never felt before, and seldom since. I didn't see the fish, didn't even hook it, which was just as well, because I think the rod would have immediately collapsed in sympathy. I was left with a feeling of profound shock, which rolls down the years to me still. I stood stunned, wondering what the hell this fishing lark was all about. My father, a clergyman, believed me when I stammered out the tale, but only because, he told me years later, I was sheet-white and shaking, and he realised from his experiences as an army chaplain during the war that I was in deep shock over something. I think now that my fish was probably a bass, and I would be well into my teens before I eventually caught one that would, in my mind at least, come even remotely close to my lost leviathan. But that is the beauty of the myth. My mystery fish could indeed have been a record catch, and no one can ever prove otherwise. The attraction is not all about lost monsters, of course. My first fish, the smallest of whiting off Lowestoft Pier, is a treasured memory, although what I remember most of that event was my mother complaining that the fish should really have been returned to its mother, not given a premature rap over the head, however proud I was of myself. My first trout, caught in the brook near my home, was a defining moment in my life, although that too was difficult to locate in the frying pan. My first salmon, ah, now, that was something else. A pull almost as savage as my mythical bass, and played as though my life depended on landing it. The pleasure of catching that fish was only surpassed when I watched my eleven-year-old son take his first salmon from the lower tweed. He played his fish much better than his father had done all those years before him, and the closest he came to losing it was when I panicked and tried to grab it far too early. So, some of the stories in this book are my own, but most have been gleaned from others. They range right across the world, from the UK to Australia and New Zealand, taking in Russia, Alaska, the wild waters of the northwest Atlantic, the Caribbean, Florida Keys, and the Indian Ocean, and they touch on the mysteries of India, the Himalayas and Africa. 
There are brown trout, Atlantic and Pacific salmon, sea trout, eels, pike, marcia, tigerfish, black marlin tuna, bonefish, permit, tarpon, and many other species. Some are tales of extraordinary events happening to ordinary people, seeking nothing more than a few hours of solitude with a fishing rod. Others involve great characters and big personalities, to whom standout happenings are probably commonplace. They all embrace one central facet, though, a love of fish and fishing, and the truly wonderful places across the globe to which the species and the sport draw us, and the people we meet when we get there. And then, of course, there is the wildlife, often extremely mischievous, which adds terrific spice to some of these tales. I hope you enjoy this anthology. All the stories are based on actual events, although I trust you will forgive my own embellishments here and there. There are a few ghost stories as well, and some of you...